Merry Christmas. On this, the second day of Christmas and the first Sunday after Christmas, I'm challenged that we celebrated the nativity of our Lord on yesterday. But today's gospel has him as a youth in the temple already. So please forgive me if I cannot sit with the gospel for our time together today. I cannot move past the stench of the stable, the farm animals, the hay, and this manger nestled in the midst of this barn for animals. Is it just me? Or have you made that radical leap to the Passover festival? <laughs> well, I have to request that you indulge me at this moment because I feel the need to go tell it on the mountain or of the hills and everywhere that Jesus Christ is born. I was led to begin where I left off last year this time. As we prepare to move into a new year, let us pause and give thanks for Christmas. Before we race to watch night services, New Year's resolutions, and vision boards for 2022, let us take time to remember Christmas. Colossians causes us to think on this and the themes of Christmas come into focus. So in the closing of my sermon on the first Sunday of Christmas for 2020, I took note of Howard Thurman's critical poem, The Work of Christmas. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star and the sky is gone, when the kings and the princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among brothers, to make music in the heart. This is Thurman's perspective on the work of Christmas. Paul, writing to the community of Colossae, tells of the importance of making music. We are reminded of how central music is to our experience in worship. We are encouraged to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts, sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. <laughs> oh, what I wouldn't do to be a singer right now. Right now, this very moment is truly a moment to go tell it on the mountain. We have new variants of COVID-19 surging all over the globe. People are still suffering at alarming rates. So we must be ready to go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. We are seeing the fullness of violent insurrectionists play out before our very eyes. This is a go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born moment. We are afraid and frantic about gun rights and who should have the authority to carry them, no matter if the gun is obtained illegally used to kill two people and seriously injures a third, but there is no conviction of murder. Families are struggling to live with the knowledge of this when their loved ones did not deserve to die and justice was denied. Their family members won't be at the kitchen table this year. They won't be gathered around the tree. They weren't there yesterday and they won't be there throughout the Christmas season. And yet if the name had been Kareem Robinson instead of Kyle Rittenhouse, he would not be glorified and celebrated as a hero or model citizen. No, instead, he would have been tried as an adult. That is, if he would have made it to jail, chances are he would have been in jail without bail or put up, as my mother would say, under the jail if he'd lived to see another day. 
Somebody has to be ready to go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Voting rights have been on the chopping block. When my community, my ancestors marched, bled, and died, they gave life and limb for that right. We cannot fight to protect our democracy, then what will become of this nation? What will become of our nation for generations to come? My children and your children, your grandchildren and your neighbor's children are looking to the responsible, reasonable, faith-filled adults to go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. They need people who are still willing to stretch themselves to be of service to others. They need people who are committed to civil rights and social justice. They need people who will pour into their lives a true sense of self-awareness and love of neighbor and not to negate one for the other. We are and must continue to be ready to go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. For what does scripture teach us about mountains? Many serious moments of deep contemplation and prayer took place on the mountaintop. What happened on the mountains? Well, God gave Moses the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. Jesus called his disciples to join him on the Mount of Olives. Yes, that's where we get that famed Sermon on the Mount. Yes, other teachers happened the Mount of Olives. And yes, there are other experiences on the mountaintop. Jesus even went to the mountaintop to pray and commune with God. When we exercise our faith, we are taught that we have the capacity to move mountains. The late and prolific writer Bell Hooks reflecting upon her own home state of Kentucky even resonated with the psalmist's declaration. She writes, if we think of the natural landscapes that surround us as simply blank slates, existing for humans to act upon them according to our will, then we cannot exist in life-sustaining harmony with the earth. We cannot proudly declare like the biblical psalmist that I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. The psalmist wanted us to know that we can gain spiritual strength by simply beholding the natural world, that indeed to look upon the mountain. The psalmist wanted us to know that we can gain spiritual strength by simply beholding the natural world, that indeed to look upon the wonders of nature is to gaze at divine spirit. So today, today people of God, today people everywhere, as we think on the moment and the happenings all around us, I am grateful we have Christmas to give us a godly sense of perspective. The melody made in the heart today is filled with Christmas carols that bring us joy throughout this season. Through these melodies, which often recount the birth narrative, we see glimpses of God's love and saving power. Jesus is more than a baby in the manger, but he is nothing less. David Mathis shares, he says to us, it's uncomfortable for sinners to face so squarely the gravity of our situation apart from heaven's rescue. From his very beginning, the incarnation was about saving. God was willing to save us from ourselves. Now that the Redeemer has come, the Prince of Peace, the Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, what are we to do? Now the work of Christmas begins. We must continue to tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. That is the work and the role 
of the disciple of our newborn Savior. As Paul continues on this portion of his letter, as he continues on, he says, above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. It matters what we write. It matters how we think. It matters in our work for justice and inclusion of all God's creation, young and old, the lost and the left out. It matters. So once again on this day, we gather to celebrate the goodness of our God and the redemption the Christ child brings into our world. We needed God to save us from ourselves. And yes, we have been waiting, waiting for good news. During this year of tremendous despair and severely distressing times, we have witnessed an insurrection and an inauguration. We have witnessed the rollback of major advances to reproductive rights and seen Juneteenth become a national holiday. We have witnessed natural disasters happening at unprecedented rates and the continued denial of climate change. We have waited and waited. We have watched and witnessed. We have fasted and prayed. We held on for God to move in our lives to give us a new hope. We find that hope today in Jesus. Yes, the gospel story opens and closes on Joseph and Mary, another symmetrical moment. They proclaim before others the right of their son's authority and set in motion the journey back to Nazareth. They advance the kingdom of God as Jesus arrives on earth. Yes, this was God's gift to all humanity and the gift was not reserved for just a few, but for all. Christmas has come. Christmas has come. Christ is born, so go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. And as Howard Thurman declares in his poem, now the work of Christmas begins. 